What is going on, podcast? This is Gary from My Video Game News. Today, 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 we're talking about E3. We're going to be talking about... How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? Sorry, I just got. I just jumped right in there. I just started talking about what we're going to be talking about. I didn't ask you guys. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are good. Uh, today, now, now with that out of the way, I'm going to tell you what we're going to be talking about today. Today, I'm going to be talking about uh, Nintendo Switch Pro and where in the world is it? Where the heck is it, Nintendo? Um, I'm going to be talking about Summer Games Fest and what I thought about the kickoff show that happened just yesterday as of this recording. And I'm going to be talking about Microsoft and why they need to hit it out of the park when it comes to E3. So Microsoft's showing is going to be Sunday. I can't wait for it. Nintendo's showing for E3 is going to be Tuesday. I am super pumped for that. But for right now, Sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get things started. All right, friends, today, 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 we're kicking off the podcast, and I'm going to ask the question, where in the world is this fabled, rumored uh, supposedly confirmed by <laughs> a whole bunch of websites. Where is this Nintendo Switch Pro? Now, first of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. If you have been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you will know that I have discussed this at length. I think I at some at one point I even said we're not going to talk about the Nintendo Switch any or Switch Pro anymore until Nintendo officially announces it. And uh I apparently lied. I broke that. <laughs> I broke that. Well, it wasn't it wasn't a promise, but I broke that uh statement because I've been talking about the Nintendo Switch Pro and it just seemed people come out and they they report it as fact right and then it gets me all pumped up it gets me all excited and i'm sure it gets you guys excited as well and it makes a lot of sense they give all these details about the nintendo switch pro and as of today what is today let's see real quick guys friday june 11th a couple of days out from nintendo's e3 Nintendo Direct, which I'm super excited about. Um, We have no Nintendo Switch Pro. So what does that mean for the system? What does that mean in general? Um, It's funny because there's there's been such conflicting rumors surrounding this. People said it was going to be announced before E3. Now the rumor is it's going to be announced just after E3. So the timing of this announcement for the Nintendo Switch Pro, guys, is, is, it's an official mystery to me, um, I, I, I thought we, we would have heard something already, and we have not, so I don't know if anything changed, I don't even know if there was a Nintendo Switch Pro at this point, but to me, in my opinion, in my thoughts, there is a Nintendo Switch Pro, um, there's way too many specific details about this system, um, for it not to be something, right? Usually when there's smoke, there's fire. 
there's a ton of smoke around this. I mean, Bloomberg went to report like specs of the system, right? So it, it appears as though the system is real. It's just Nintendo is taking its time on announcing this thing. When they're going to announce it, you know what, guys? Your, I mean, your guess is probably better than mine, to be honest. Um, I am excited about Nintendo's E3. I don't think they would announce it at E3. Um, maybe they will. That would be, actually, that would be really, really cool if they announced it at E3. I think they have a lot of content to show at this year's E3. I really, really do. Um, between all of the Zelda, the Zelda stuff, I really hope that we get a lot of good Nintendo, or, uh, Zelda stuff at this year's E3. I know it's Zelda's 35th anniversary. I know you guys know that too, but I'm thinking that we're going to hear a lot of Nintendo stuff. Um, I'm sorry. I keep saying Nintendo stuff in place of Zelda stuff. I think we're going to get a lot of Zelda stuff and I'm, I'm, my fingers are crossed for a lot of Breath of the Wild 2 um, showcased. So I think they're going to have a three or four hour uh, Nintendo Treehouse afterwards. And what better game to show than Breath of the Wild 2? Now, I don't know when it's going to be released. I don't know... Um, any specific release dates for Breath of the Wild. I'm hoping we're going to get uh, a, an official release date or at least a, re a release time for the for the game. We will see. Um, another rumor that was circulated. This comes from, I want to say, RGT85. He's a really good YouTuber. He's really cool. He, he basically puts out a video every single day um, and a lot, a lot, a lot of Nintendo stuff. He thinks that, or there's a rumor going around that Nintendo is not only going to share stuff about Skyward Sword HD, they're going to have Breath of the Wild 2 at their E3, which makes sense. And there's a rumor going around that Twilight Princess and Wind Waker are going to be in a some sort of pack, and that's going to be coming out on the Nintendo Switch. So we'll see, kind of similar to what um, Mario did, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. We'll see... We'll see what happens. Uh, I think that would be really, really cool. I think it'd be really cool if they threw in, say, uh, like a Game Boy Advance, like Oracle of Seasons or Ages. I think that would be awesome. Or even a, a DS Zelda. I think that would be neat, too. I don't think they're going to do that, but I thought that would be really, really cool. So we'll see how Nintendo's going to be celebrating the 35th anniversary of Zelda, as well as I'm wondering if we're going to be hearing more about like games like Bayonetta 3. Like They announced that, what, three years ago? And we haven't heard or seen anything. Um, and I would imagine that Metroid Prime 4 could be at least shown in some sort of trailer. So I am super, super excited for Nintendo's E3. It's right around the corner. I'm going to be doing a lot of podcasts um, probably Sunday following um, Microsoft Showcase. And then I'll, I'll probably do one... Um, Tuesday as well because Nintendo's going to have their stuff. So super, super excited. I don't know where the Nintendo Switch Pro is. Maybe by the time you guys listen to this podcast, we'll uh, we'll see the Switch Pro. We'll see though. Who knows what's going to be going on with that? With that, let me know, guys. You could actually call into the show or let me know. Um, do you think the Nintendo Switch Pro is real? So up next, we're going to be talking about Summer Games Fest. So stay tuned. Summer Games Fest 2021 is in full swing as of this recording, and yesterday I watched the kickoff show with Jeff Keighley. 
First of all, Jeff Keighley is an industry insider that I think, I don't know, the dude just looks cool, like like he'd be cool to talk to. He's he, he seems genuine. He seems excited about the product. He seems excited about video games. Um, he's always looking for, you know, the extra, the extra detail, the extra hint, the extra, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to meet the guy. I don't know if I'd ever meet him. Um, or if I'll ever get the chance to meet the guy, but I think it'd be really, really cool to actually meet Jeff Keighley. Um, I think he's a good, good for the industry. I think he's good for video games. He hosts the video game awards, which I end up really, really liking. And, um, at the end of the year, I think it's a way to, it's a great way to end the year. But yesterday they did a summer games, uh, games fest kickoff show. And I kind of had mixed feelings basically because the end was really, really cool. And a lot of people were looking forward to seeing anything on Elden Ring. Um, if you don't know what that game is, it, it is like one of the most highly sought after games ever. Um, it's from, from software. It is a really, really hard game. Think Demon Souls, but, um, you know, the, everyone has been waiting for new news regarding this game and they kind of ended, well, not kind of, they ended the show with footage of Elden Ring and it looked, it looked good. It looked amazing. I've actually never played those types of games. Um, but there's a following like you wouldn't believe on these types of games. Uh, so, and I know I'm, I think I'm, I'm missing out, right? Like a lot of people like, yo, you really, 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 really need to play this, this game. The games, these types of games are amazing from software is, 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 is incredible. Um, so they ended the show amazing during the show though. I felt like it could have been like a half hour for the kickoff and that was it. I just, I don't know guys. And I, I don't mind indie titles. I like indie titles. I like some of the stuff that was shown. I just think what hindered the show was the fact that E3 is is in a couple of days from this podcast, right? Microsoft's going to be showcasing their stuff on Sunday. Um, there's going to be the official uh, uh, showcase of Battlefield, which a new Battlefield trailer dropped. It was all CGI. It looked good, right? Like It looked awesome, but it was all CGI. I can't wait to actually see the game in motion. But I think what hindered and what you know, I guess did it for me. What did it in for me was the fact that, uh, E3 is right around the corner and a lot of people are saving their, their stuff for E3. They did kick off the show with a, um, with a new game that I'm very interested in. I'm sure we're going to hear more of it. Gearbox is making a, uh, a, an all new game featuring Tiny Tina from the Borderlands franchise. I absolutely love the Borderlands franchise, and T- Tiny Tina was one of my favorite characters. So it's really, really cool that she's getting her own game. I think that's amazing. Um, but pretty much nothing was shown um, for the for that title. And I guess again, I'm going to imagine that it's going to be part of Gearbox, uh, their official E3. So I think that, like I said, I had mixed feelings. They they ended the show really well. They kind of kicked off the show interesting. And in the middle, there were, there was some games that I liked, but it just felt like it, it missed the mark, I guess, is, is the best way I could describe it. So kudos to Jeff Keighley for like making it a thing and making it, uh, uh, entertaining. I think the show could have been, uh, uh, a half an hour or 45 minutes shorter. I actually think that 
you know, they, they could have cut out a, a decent amount of stuff. I like what he does in the industry. I just, I think that the, the kickoff at least missed its mark. And I think a lot of it is because E3 is right around the corner and a lot of people are saving their big announcements for E3. So let me know what you guys thought. Um, I, I'm not going to rate the show or anything. I just, it, I think it missed its mark, right? I think it missed its mark. And that's due to the fact that E3 is uh, is right around the corner. So uh, up next, we have more podcast. Guys, we have more podcast. Believe it or not. No, we have more podcasts. So stay tuned. All right, friends, we're keeping this podcast short and sweet today. Uh, I usually like to do the podcasts around 15 to 20 minutes, just so you guys can listen to it on a walk or on your way to work. Uh, Let me know if you want a longer podcast, right? Like, there's a lot going on in the world of video games, um, and there's a lot to cover, but I usually try to hit the top points, I guess, I don't know. And I'd like to keep the podcast shorter. So let me know if you like the length. You can actually get a hold of me at MVGN, which is on Twitter, or you can call into the show and let me know. If you have Anchor FM, just download Anchor, and you can actually call into the show and let me know if, if, if you guys like the length of the podcast. So I'm ending with Microsoft, and the reason why I'm ending with Microsoft is because they're, uh, they're E3 showing. As of this recording, is two days away. So if you're listening to the podcast, E3 might have already happened for Microsoft. And I have high hopes for this show. And I think it's selfish. And I, the reason why I say that is because I have a brand new Series X. And I like the system. However, I do not like the fact that there are no next generation games on the system. And I really, really want Microsoft to blow me away. Um, I actually tweeted out the other day, if anyone wants to buy my Series X, just let me know. This way, you know, you don't have to pay $1,000 for a Series X. You know, you could pay but pretty much retail um, because I want a PlayStation 5. Ratchet & Clank came out. Returnal looks good. Uh, Demon Souls looks incredible. There's a lot. Of, I feel like there's a lot of next-gen stuff on the PlayStation 5 and not a lot of next-gen stuff on the Xbox Series X. Um, on paper, it's the most powerful console. Um, I've, I've had fun with it. I think they launched a next-generation system with a next-generation service in, in Game Pass. And Game Pass is... I, I will sing the praises of Game Pass um, because I like it. I, I actually love the service. But I feel like there's no next-gen games right now. And I'm really hoping that Microsoft blows me out of the water um and we know halo infinite's going to be the halo is going to be big um i'm really 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 eager to see that i'm i i can't wait to see halo infinite i think that they are um they're treading on thin water or whatever whatever the (laughs) they're they're I don't know what the expression is, but I, I, they really need to get Halo Infinite right. And they know that. Um, just They faced so much backlash last year with the uh, with the showcase of the game. But Halo really needs to deliver, um, for, for me anyway, and Microsoft knows that. Bethesda, it's funny because Bethesda, they're so good, but like, I don't know, like it, it, it didn't make... 
It didn't make me want to buy the Xbox Series X because Bethesda joined Xbox. I like Xbox games, and I I just I don't feel like I'm playing a next generation system. So that that's my issue, and that's why I'm really thinking Microsoft hopefully will blow me out of the water come Sunday. So we're going to be covering um, E3 in its entirety, of course, over this uh, over this coming week. So make sure you stay tuned. I'll be doing more podcasts. Uh, probably doing at least two more podcasts, two or three more podcasts just this week alone. Uh, I'll probably do one full uh, big podcast on what I thought of Microsoft showing on Sunday. And like I said, my fingers are crossed for that one. And then I'll probably do one on uh, on Tuesday as well, following Nintendo's show. So lots of good stuff going on, lots of, uh, lots of video game news coming down the pipeline, and I can't wait. Microsoft, man, my fingers are crossed. You launched a next-generation console with no next-generation games. You lock, it, it is, like I said, I feel like the uh, Game Pass is a next-generation service. So maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe you guys can call me out on that. I know I got a friend here who's uh, who is a... He loves his Xbox, right? And he gets mad every time I say something about the Xbox. But, I mean, good for him. He, he likes, you know, he loves the system. And he loves his Series X and all that kind of good stuff. Ah, I'm on the fence. We'll see. We'll see what goes on, guys. But that's going to do it for this podcast. Like I said before, let me know what you guys think of the show. Um, if you like the length or if you need it, if, you know, if you want longer. I mean, I could I could cover everything uh, that, that comes out. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I sincerely appreciate it. I hope you guys have a good day, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.